0: Everyone, welcome to A Court of Books and Booze, our basement book club. I am Skylar. Don't look at me like that, Jessica. Better not, known
1: as... I'm not
0: going to say it this week. The Skywalker.
1: We'll say
2: it for you.
0: You me sad every week, by the way. You look at me before I say it. Sitting with me is my beautiful wife, Jessica. And our very best friend, Amanda. Hello, hello. They're so excited, can't you tell? (laughs) (laughs) Whoop-whoop. And together we are going to summarize the current book that we have all been separately reading. And we are going to dive into a discussion on all the questions and hypotheses that have plagued us through our journeys. And most of the time we're going to drink. I don't think any of us are drinking tonight, though, so...
1: Mm. No, we've got the the little prequel we're reading. I think we're all just going easy on the drinks tonight.
2: Yeah, because we put a pause on the story that we've been, like, going through, and now let's go back to the beginning and just pause all the exciting stuff that you're supposed to be reading and you're on the tip of a hill waiting to figure out what happens. That's how I feel.
1: Had to do a little backtrack here. It's okay. It's okay.
2: <laughs> well,
0: in uh, not true fashion, we are going to change the way we run this episode a little bit. Um, since this book was in sections, we're going to summarize each section and then have a discussion. And then at the end, give our overall thoughts about the book, which I'm I'm itching to get to. So,
1: So we are currently reading finished reading The Assassin's Blade, which is a prequel combination of novellas of the Throne of Glass series that we have been reading. Um, We decided to throw the prequel in the middle of the series because we are reading in the romantic order as opposed to the chronological order. And we'll go into our thoughts on that now that we've finished reading the prequel as we go through this. Um, Okay, so this prequel contains crucial information about Selena's life before and leading up to Endovir. The book contains five prequel novellas that are The Assassin and the Pirate Lord, The Assassin and the Healer, The Assassin and the Desert, The Assassin and the Underworld, and The Assassin and the Empire. I think we're going to be going through these one at a time like Skylar said as opposed to the entire book like we usually do just because the stories are related but fairly separated from each other so the first in the set is the assassin and the pirate lord and to go over this first novella Arabin calls a meeting to inform his assassins that Ben, the second in command, has been murdered. Selena doesn't take the news well and goes to retrieve Ben's body on her own because no one else was willing to attempt to. Not long after this announcement, Selena and Sam are sent on a secret mission to Skull's Bay in pirate territory. They don't know the reason that they're going until they get there, and then they discover that Arabin is buying slaves from the pirate lord Captain Rolf. He wants Selena and Sam to transport them back to Rifthold, and Selena is disgusted and makes a plan to break up the deal. She tells Rolf that she wants to inspect the slaves to make sure that they are good enough, though actually she wants to check out all the surroundings and what's going on. First, Rolf takes them to see another group of 100 slaves to show how the inspection goes, and afterwards Selena gets so angry... um, and Sam knows she's up to something. So he finally drags it out of her and he agrees to help in her plans. They end up getting all the pirates in town drunk and then start a brawl at the tavern in hopes to cause a major distraction while they lower the chain in the bay and let the slave uh, slave sail free. The plan goes somewhat awry. And for a while, Selena even thinks Sam has died doing his part, but they end up disrupting their original plan and the slaves sail away to their freedom. Selena and Sam start off seemingly against each other and arguing as they always do, but end up being reluctant friends by the end of this adventure together. Oh
2: yeah, I forget that's all that happened in the first book.
1: These are very short little novellas in this book.
0: I think the longest one was, what, 14 chapters, the shortest one was 10. Yeah. Um, not a hot opening <laughs> to the book, guys. <laughs> it was slow. Um, and I—I I mean, I understand why it's there because we're trying to get this development between between Selena and Sam. And but, Arabin. Yeah, and Arabin. But oh my goodness, it was a tough ten chapters. <laughs>
1: This guy struggled getting through this. How was it for you, Amanda? I Feel like the same. I just
2: like I understood why it was there. You know, because you're kind of you're getting the feel about you know how Sam and Selena grew up, how they've always just been super competitive and seen each other that way as as competitors their entire life. Because Selena's always been the prodigy and Sam has always been kind of in the shadow and. Always running number two. Yeah, and just how they treat each other, but then forced to work together. And then it kind of raises suspicion because when they get there and they weren't quite sure why they were sent there in the first place, and then to find out that their boss is trying to do this slave contract with this pirate lord, and they're just like, what the heck is going on there? I mean, it raises suspicion with him, which you get more into later on, but... It was, it was really slow, and it was hard, like, until, like, the end, when everything finally, like, breaks loose, and they do end up freeing the slaves. That was the most interesting part, and I think that lasted, like, what, two chapters? Oh, yeah, the last
0: two chapters were
2: They were great. fantastic. Yeah, but... It, and, yeah,
1: it was just a lot of slow build-up, slow going through the motions of getting background on, like, what's going on, but... I didn't really find it that interesting.
0: I, I love political dramas, right? I don't know why I just find them fascinating.
2: Yeah. it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) My brother does too.
0: Um, And you know, I feel like that's what she was trying to do with the first half of this section was make it more of like the kind of the background and how this is dealt with. And, Adderlyn and uh, what is it, Skulls Bay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, it was just not not fantastic. The last two chapters were were really good. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Once the they whole... started their plan, right? Of...
2: Yeah. Of I don't know.
0: Selena uh, dealing with Rolf at the end of it. I love that whole bit where she's like, "Oh, I'll come back and kill you." Like, <laughs> If I ever hear that
1: you're trading slaves again. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. So, so they opened a tab at the tavern, got everybody drunk, pretended to be drunk themselves, assumed Captain Rolf was drunk. And then when they dipped out, found out he wasn't either cause he was following them. Then she got in a fight with him then at that point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she kicked his ass. I I think it it was
2: a, I say that was one part I did. Like, it was a really nice balance of like, hey, straight up, like, I'm going to kill you. You deserve it. You're doing all this crappy things to people. And I'm not afraid to literally slit your throat. But then on the other hand, she's also freeing 200 slaves. Yeah. So I think it was like a nice, like, you know what? They don't deserve this, but you do. So here we are. (laughs) Yeah. You know? But I think it was a good look leading, especially with the books that we've read, like thus far, like a good start of, you know, where she kind of really hit, which I'm sure that there were circumstances before, because, you know, we're only like, what, maybe a year before she gets captured and goes to Endovir? Maybe. I don't even think it's been that long where this all starts, right?
1: I think it is. A I year. think it's exactly a year.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure there's been incidents before where she's chosen to take the better path versus.
0: But who knows? We don't know. I would but. have liked this book to start out not humanizing her as much. I would have liked to see Adderlyn's assassin. Mm-hmm. You know, the brutal. Like
2: how she got her name. Exactly. And, yeah.
0: And yeah. now, you know, the beginning of this whole book is. Just humanizing her, which is fine. I mean, you know, she's the we, main character of the story,
2: but but I thought that we would see a little bit more of that, right, with mm-hmm. this being the prequel, than what we did because it was straight off like, oh no, I'm going to free these 200 people because they literally did nothing wrong.
0: The issue is, is the book is literally called The Assassin's Blade.
1: Yeah, where's the blade, man? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I-, I thought it would start. Much sooner than a year prior to Endovir.
2: I, I literally was thinking, like, as soon as he picked her up off the riverbank.
1: Yeah, so was I. Yeah.
2: I, re- I really, like, and even even if they did multiple time jumps,
1: I thought it mm-hmm. was going to be
2: something similar to that.
1: Yeah, I so. did. I did, too. So that was a little disappointing. But, yeah, so overall, not, not a strong start to the book um, as far as, like, holding interest or being as um, epic as the rest of the series so far yeah yeah yeah
2: it is I right.
0: are we yeah. rating each individual novella or are we just rating the book as a whole
1: hmm I'm okay either way. I've come up with my rating for the book as a whole, but now I'm going to – like, if you want to do them separately, we can.
0: It's up to you guys. I was just I was just asking.
1: I mean, technically, they're separate novellas just packaged together. Right. I don't care.
2: That's true.
0: We'll just do the book as a whole. Okay. Just know that this section was not, <laughs> <this> was not <laughs> was fantastic. Not
2: <laughs> I know, because I keep thinking, like, man, I'm going to give this section such a low rating if we do that, but – But that's okay. That's okay.
1: Whatever your opinion is,
2: it is valid. This is not my favorite book. I will say that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, God. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we'll go through that at the very end. (laughs) Moving on. As we go through the book as a whole. Okay. All right. On to the second novella, which is called The Assassin and the Healer. At this point, Selena is staying at a hotel in Inish, a dingy port town, on her way to the Red Desert, which is where she is being forced to spend the summer training as punishment. Arabin was furious that she freed the slaves at Skull's Bay, so he beat her to an absolute pulp as Sam watched, and then told her she would go find the silent assassins in the desert. She was to get a, le- a letter of approval from the Mute Master the leader of the silent assassins, or there would be hell to pay. In the inn, there is a barmaid named Irene Towers. When Irene is taking out the trash, she is ambushed by several men. Selena, who was just ready for any fight at this point, took them all down easily, but one ended up escaping. She decides to teach Irene some basic self-defense, which goes surprisingly well in practice. This is good because only a few hours later, the escaped thief brings back more friends selena pretends to be helpless that uh, when irene is held at knife point and irene uses the move selena taught her to disarm the man Uh, selena ends up revealing that she wanted irene to practice in a controlled environment and wasn't really helpless herself irene tends to selena's wounds and it is revealed that she wants to learn to be a healer at a prestigious school However, Irene has been working here for a year because she cannot save enough money to get out of the city. That night, before Selena boards her ship that will take her to the Red Desert, she leaves Irene a bag of gold and a ruby pin and a note telling her to pursue her dreams, which Irene finally decides to do. I believe this was the shortest section of the book, if I'm correct.
0: I thought this one was 10 chapters. I could be wrong, I don't remember
2: not a fan, <laughs> I thought it was filler, <laughs> not my favorite thing.
0: I like this section um I think it I think it sets up for some interesting things that could possibly coming be coming in the future books because we know or we assume at the end of this Irene's left to go to um the score. Chesme there you go was? that's what it was yeah so who's saying that she's not going to show back up soon
1: that is a possibility i don't know i didn't really have a lot of a lot of thoughts on this one it it was so short to me that it that i'm kind of with you amanda i think it was just like filler it's like I,
2: I just I didn't see yeah I can see her coming back sure why not I was just I don't know I was just like I just don't understand like the point of the story like yeah she I- did she did a thing that I knew she was gonna do she was gonna give her the money to send her off because mm-hmm. I think and I think that like the one part I did like about that is she did mention that well oh, maybe I gave her the money because I wanted her to have the life that I didn't have the choice to have. Which I did like that. Like that whole recognition process and Mm -hmm. seeing herself in another person. Because she didn't get the choice of how she grew up. And Mm -hmm. doing what she wanted to do occupation wise and things like that. And I did think she felt bad for her because she came from a land. This girl came from a land that, you know was full of healers and magic, and she was also part of that group where the king came in and everything vanished, and now she doesn't have those things, and so she was affected by it too, which I think mm-hmm. added a layer of empathy between that relationship. But other than that, I was just kind of like, I just didn't see... I didn't see how it portrayed to any part of the plot or character development.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of right there because you know while it definitely was not our favorite the you know the pirate lord section i can see where that aided in the plot of this set of novellas mm-hmm. i i don't i don't see a point to this one at all i don't see where it other than her being a nice it, person it just seemed you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah i don't i i didn't feel like it, you know it wasn't getting us further along in any direction it wasn't I don't think it was meeting anybody that's going to be super influential in the future it wasn't I don't think having read you know the rest of the novellas that it was anything that benefited the remainder of the book yeah I mean it was was a little feel-good at some points, (laughs) but but, but what else was the point?
0: Well, one, we get to see Selena is a total badass. Because she takes down the, what, what was the initial one, was it four guys?
2: Right, but tell me something I don't know.
0: But it's something we haven't really seen up to this point.
2: Mm. big to differ
1: keep in mind if people are reading in the chronological order they would not have seen that yet at that this is point. true
2: but knowing what i know with what we have yes. i'm just like mm, do we remember when kale got captured <laughs> and she went That's batshit fair. crazy <laughs> i'm just saying because yes. we have seen her go ape shit before
1: well and um just like they could have cut this whole part out and not have this section and we still would have ended up seeing that in the future if this had been the first thing we read
0: this is gonna sound weird coming from my mouth call me optimistic about this section I enjoyed it you know maybe it's because I disliked uh, the assassin and the pirate lord just so much that this was kind of that nice reprieve and I was like oh yeah now this is the way to To humanize the assassin is, you know, have her show some
2: empathy and give people money. Yeah. Mm.
0: But I mean, you know, like Jess said, it's she's like, you know, I'm going to give this girl a chance to go do the things that I couldn't do because that choice was forcefully taken from me. So why don't I give her this and let her make her choice by herself? And I just, I enjoyed it. I mean, and it, like I said, it could very well be because I just, I disliked that first section so much, but... Maybe you were
2: having a really bad day when you read it. You just needed something. That's happy. You needed a pick-me-up. You needed a happy thing. Well,
0: it took me like, you know, four days to read the, just that one section, so... And it was quick, time. yeah, I get it, yeah. I
1: get it. I wish we were rating this separately so Amanda and I could rate it really low, and you could rate <laughs> it high, and you could know how it feels now. I, I
0: mean, don't get me wrong, it's it's not like a 2.2, it's it's under a 2, but compared to The Pirate Lord, I I enjoyed it, so, the yeah.
1: And like and I said, maybe okay. I'm just being optimistic
0: okay. and hoping that, you know, this has a bigger impact on the series moving forward. Yeah. Because, you know, I I thought Irene was an interesting character, not anything fantastic, but I mean
1: <laughs> to each their own, I guess. I thought she was bland.
0: Selena's <laughs> going to have to have an army going forward from what we know from Era Fire. Um, you know, and all that stuff. So she needs healers. So there's, I mean, there's no reason that we,
2: yeah, she I doesn't. Mean... She doesn't have any pirate allies. So <laughs> she at least needs healers. Well, know. and I mean, <laughs> you know,
1: she's, she's threatened Rolf. Maybe he'll be in her back pocket, dude. <laughs> but I mean, that is a valid point. That you know, that's that's a friend she's got somewhere.
2: And I and I don't think she's thinking that. Like I think that you're right, and that is all going to come, and all like the good due diligence that she has done is going to come and it's going to pay off in the end, knowing what we know, having read in this order.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I think that like that just, it's just her character. Cause I truly, she's not thinking that way right now that I'm going to end up oh, absolutely. taking oh, over. No, no. Right. But I think that you're right that all like the good things that she is doing for people and sparing people is going to come back in full circle to benefit her wherever the story goes in the end. Yeah. So in that in that sense I do agree. So I'm sure she will come that's, back in some point.
0: And I mean as a, as I'm reading The Assassin's Blade, that's where my mind is at. Yeah. It's, you know, wh- where does this affect the story going from Era Fire on? Yeah. Because honestly, I could care less <laughs> about what happens before throwing <laughs> a glass at this point. <laughs> I'm so involved in the main story and what's going on that I almost just wanted to put this one down. Queen of Shadows.
1: We're, do- we're doing this because we have to. I know. Straight up.
0: Should have read this one first. No, no, because
1: then no. Yeah, we'll get into. We'll it. discuss that at the end. Okay. All right. Are we done with Miss Irene? <laughs> okay. Our third novella is the Assassin and the Desert. And this This picks up a little bit here. So Arabin commands Selena to earn a letter from the mute master, who is the leader of a famous troop of assassins. Um, she's got one month to do this. The mute master approves her training and she gets assigned a roommate um, at their guild named Ansol, a fellow female assassin. Selena desperately wants an audience with the master, but that is not allowed until he sees fit, so she has to endure normal assassin training at the compound in the meantime. One day she accompanies Ansel on an errand assigned by the master, but while Ansel tries to negotiate for peace with Lord Barrick in the city, Selena is left in the Xandria marketplace. Selena comes across a trader selling spider silk, which is an ultra rare indestructible material. Normally, a small patch costs nearly a fortune, and this trader has yards of it. He offers some to Selena in exchange for her killing the spider who gave him the silk. He says that he bargained 20 years of his life to get all of the yards of spider silk, and the only way to get the years back on his life is to kill the spider. Selena declines but reveals that she is Adderlyn's assassin and says that she will maybe help him some other time in the future. The merchant gives her a small square of the spider silk to remember this by. In addition, she and Ansel steal Asterian mares, which are amazingly fast and expensive horses. Upon return, Selena is surprised to discover that the master would like to begin training her personally each evening at sunset. Ansel is jealous, and the girls end up arguing. But the next day, they both apologize to each other. Ansel's apology wasn't sincere, though, and she poisons Selena's wine. Selena awakes alone in the middle of the desert with a note that says the master wanted her gone without publicly shaming her. She rides to Xandria to search for a ship to travel home on. When she sees a bunch of barracks men marching toward the assassins' compound. Selena rides back, and many are already dead in the attack. Ansel has poisoned the master with a temporary paralytic drug. She was a spy for Barak, so he will defeat those who killed her family. Ansel sees Selena as a true friend and asks her to join her. Selena refuses, and they fight, and Selena finally gets the upper hand, but decides to let her live. The master gives Selena the letter of recommendation and chests full of gold to pay off her debts to Arabin. He tells her she always has a home there if she ever chooses to leave the North.
0: And off she goes back to...
1: Riftold.
0: The king of all assassins. Air quotes around king.
1: Yeah, well, don't say that in the Red Desert. Say he's king of the Northern Assassins. Yeah. <laughs> I have a <laughs> feeling
0: the Mute Master would probably kick air. And...
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. I like that guy.
0: Amanda, do you want to start this one?
2: I saw this coming from a mile away. I just want to say that, like, <laughs> as part as soon as there was like a hint of like, oh, someone might be, might be a traitor. I knew it. I sh- I was sus from her from the beginning. Yes, because if this series has taught me anything, don't trust anybody. <laughs> don't trust anybody. And she was just no. She was way too bubbly and way too
1: talkative. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Nah. I was definitely on to the roommate from the very beginning. Yeah. No, 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 no.
2: But I, li- I like this section. Well, I did.
1: And especially as soon as like they went into the city for her to have this meeting with Lord Beric and then was like, mm, no, you can't come in. I'm like, mm, red flag, girl, red flag. Like, mm, there's something going on there. Yeah. Well, and then when she, <laughs> as
2: soon as she like, came in to apologize, I was just like, mm, this seems half-assed. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, she poisoned me. I woke up on a horse in the middle of the desert. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, yep. I figured that was happening. And then uh, when she just like read the, read the letter and she's like, yeah, she, he didn't want to. Shame you in front of everyone. Here's your letter. You should just go. And I was like, why would you not be suspicious? Like she was, but I was like, why would you not turn around? Because to me, I'm just like, he would seem like a pretty, without without any
1: words, pretty stand up guy, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) literally no words, but. And knowing Selena and how she is and how headstrong she is and how like forward she is about everything, you really think she wouldn't go back and be like, what the fuck? Why are you sending me away? You know what I mean. Oh, like, she's been in. I don't know. I like, feel like she's always just been super straightforward. So, so yeah. To just not even look into it was just kind of weird.
0: I don't know. I just. I. I might actually disagree with you both here, because during this whole been, section, she's been like, common throughout this.
2: Book. Wow. It, yeah, it
0: has. During this whole section, she's like, "This is the first time I've been somewhere that feels like I. I can make this a home." And then she reads a letter that's saying, hey, he's kicking you out. Wouldn't you be a little, like, just shattered at that point and been like, you know what, whatever.
1: I'll just go then. Like a kicked dog. Right. Yeah, there is that too. But I don't
2: think she's ever displayed any type of those characteristics to where she's just going to put her tail between her legs and go.
0: But, I mean, this is a different situation because she's like this place actually feels like it, it could be my home like I belong here they make me feel wanted it's not like... like that she feels in Rifthold or anywhere else she's been before this except maybe Tarasen when she was nine
1: but the people feel genuine and she right. feels comfortable and I think it would be really easy for her to for the first time to
0: feel kind of down and out rejected
1: right yeah No, I still disagree. I I still (laughs) disagree, but I can see where you're coming from. But I enjoyed this one. I enjoyed this section. I was happy to finally get the story on the horses. Hmm. Because I knew it would be coming at some point. Yeah. That, that
0: did bring yeah. a huge smile on my face during yes. that section. I, yeah. was, I was so excited. I was like, we finally get the story. Yeah.
1: As soon as they said that they were going to Zandria, I was like, oh, we get the
0: horse right. story.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yes, the description of them like riding through the canyons. And, yep. oh, I enjoyed that. I definitely enjoyed that.
0: I enjoyed the the spider silk merchant that whole back and forth between the two. Yeah. And how he's just he he picked up on everything with like the drop of a needle. It was it was crazy. And then he just like, "Oh, here." And he gives her the little patch of spider silk. He just gave her like a billion cold. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I and- I really like the end of it, too. Like how she decided, like, I'm going to give you some grace because I don't think that this is really what you want to do. I don't know. Yeah. It, to me, it displayed more of her character, too. Mm-hmm. Like, let's further on of, you know.
0: And well, and this comes back into what I was saying before. I mean, this is coming from Selena, who doesn't feel like she has a home, doesn't feel like she has friends. The first person, she's she's like, you know, I've never connected with somebody like I've connected with with this girl before. Do I really want to kill her?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she what? She gave her 20 minutes Mm -hmm. to get out of there and then didn't fire her arrow until 21 minutes. (laughs) Oh, I will be back on the spider silk thing. I'm going to be real curious to see if, that ends up going anywhere at some point the reminder of getting back in touch to kill that spider because i feel like i mean she's going to have to have an interaction with these what stygian mm-hmm. spiders at some point yeah so i'm really curious if that'll tie back in do we think all.
0: do we think manon killed the spider
1: oh shit cuz that's was it that spider though do you think I mean, we don't we
0: don't know a lot about about these spiders. We just know that Manon pushed one off a cliff.
1: On a similar thread, huh. at- <laughs> that was good. Pun, <laughs> that was good. Pun, pun, <laughs> pun, pun, pun. <laughs> um, I believe at some point Ansel mentions the wace mm-hmm. and mentions a red haired leader. Yep. Which is going? Which is someone also mentioned as the queen of the wastes? Now, a red-haired queen, in air of fire that we read before this. So I, yeah, I, I picked up on that too. Yeah, I was like, oh, I got, I gotta know more about who this is because we know nothing about her. But she's, I mean, she's obviously tied in very stealthily as this goes on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We assume it's an iron teeth, right?
1: We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. They they don't. It's it's brief instances that she's mentioned, but I think it's like the third time now that this mm-hmm. red haired person in the waist is mentioned. So something's gonna be going on with that. And I'm real curious to see what it is, but I I liked that that there are sl- like small ties into the main series in this particular section. I feel like this section was, you know, crucial to the prequel as opposed to the, you know, the one with Irene that we just went through.
0: Well, and it's brought up throughout the first three books though, too. Right. I mean, she mentions going to the red desert multiple times and mm-hmm.
1: yeah, training and she with trained, yeah.
0: silent assassins mm-hmm. Um. So even though I knew nothing was gonna happen, I was totally rooting for the Mute Master's son.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it Ilias? Ilias. That yeah. right. Who uh <laughs> definitely he, was a fan of Selena's. <laughs> well, who's not? And honestly, like I feel
2: like every male encounter she has, it's like <laughs> it's either like you're super bad and controlling and wanna like own everything or, you know. You're like the next one down and <laughs> you find her attractive. <laughs> I just say that one of my favorite parts of of the, this section was at the end when the mute master is actually talking to her and like, yes, you know, like explaining all these things and he like gives her the letter and then gives her like the gold for saving his life. And he goes, I want you to take this back to your master and tell him that we do not take advantage of our disciples. And I was like, Yes, yes, yes. yes. I was, you know, I was so proud of that statement because she was just like, you know what? You're right. He treats me like garbage and I just let him do it. Granted, like we we will find out later how that goes and how back and forth that is. But still, I was. Yeah. But he gave her like that confidence of like, you know, we don't do that. He forced the you. Assassins. We yeah, don't
1: abuse our. Yeah, he forced
2: you into this debt that you have no, by any means, can't repay, because even the the contract she is taking, he's still getting most of it because he's the one getting her the jobs. Yeah, I thought it was so nicely put. We don't abuse our disciples.
0: I, when I was reading this section, uh, I looked at Jess. I was like oh, he's talking to her. <laughs>
1: he did. He looked at me and he's like, oh, he's talking. <laughs> I thought it was, yeah. I like this well, section.
0: I thought it was good. I mean, yeah. I,
1: and yeah. that was funny too, because he's like, I never said I was going to be mute forever. Everybody just assumed that, but I never said that. Well, then
2: I love how he's just like, and then sometimes I forget that I actually can talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm glad that
2: Nice, nice little comedic break. I really like yeah. that. Yeah, this is up until this point, this is my favorite part mm-hmm. going forward. It does get better, but yes, I really like this section. Does it? Well, there are certain parts I liked.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Jessica, let's move on to the underworld.
1: Okay, so on to the fourth novella, The Assassin and the Underworld. Arabin supposedly regrets beating Selena and sending her to the Red Desert. Once she returns, he apologizes and uh, showers her with gifts, including a fancy suit with knives embedded in the sleeves. Selena gives the tailor the spider silk from the Red Desert, telling him to put it in a place to guard the heart of the suit um but not her own instead she puts this in sam's which we don't find out until a little bit later instead yeah instead she gives it to sam yeah and it ends up saving his life later on arabin also gives her a job opportunity and envoy is coming from melisande sure yeah I don't, you're the one with the pronunciations over here. I
2: read most of this, not oh, the audio book, wow. so yes. Didn't
1: even audio book this one up. Uh, an envoy is coming to establish trade networks, and the leader, Leifer, is employing Selena to kill her ex-husband, Donovan. Supposedly, he has a list of people opposed to slave trade and plans to blackmail them in order for them to change their vote. Meanwhile, Selena realizes she doesn't hate Sam – Things are tense at first because of Lysandra, a courtesan who's been latching onto Sam. Uh, Selena denies it, but she is jealous. However, her jealousy is unfounded because Sam still continues to be very kind to her despite her attitude. And Selena denies it, but she is jealous. Uh, meanwhile, Selena scouts Donovan and kills him. She burns the list he has, but one of his associates says that she is mistaken and that Donovan loves his country. Arabin then laughs at Selena, mocking her for not figuring out the truth. Donival's documents actually showed safe houses for the slaves. He was against the slave trade, and Leifer was for it. She had been tricked. This was the last straw for Selena. She then pays off her debt to Arabin with gold from the mute master. And buys an apartment and moves out. Sam confesses his feelings and Selena finds that she may feel the same way about him. She sells her Asterian mare for a small fortune and then pays off Sam's debt to Arabin as well and he moves in with her.
0: Talk about a disappointing section of this book. I So we know from the beginning that Donald is not the bad guy. Donville, however you say his name, was not the bad guy, right? It's pretty easy to assume that Arabin is tricking Selena into taking care of this guy because we know he's still super mad about this whole Skull Bay. Deal.
2: Well, that's what I was thinking from the beginning because I was like, he's so pissed off at her that he almost like beats her to death, right? Sends yeah. her off to the desert, and then all of a sudden she comes back and he's like, you know what? I feel really bad about that. Let me give you all these gifts. And I was like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was so suspicious from him from the get-go because I was like, there's no way that this is just going to be that easy. I'm going to give you all these gifts, all these very expensive gifts. Granted, she has a very high taste Mm -hmm. anyway, but I was like, there's no way that this is just going to get blown off. Like, you literally cost him so much money, disobeyed everything he told you to do, and a guy that Likes that much control? There's no way. So, like like you said, I I didn't think he was telling her the truth from the beginning. I thought, yeah, it was... There's no way that this guy is going to be the traitor or whatever, slave, whatever, that he is being meant to be. So, I was on the same page. This
0: this is the first time in all four books that I am just Um, disappointed in the main character because, I mean, you know, I think through it all, it's, it's right there in her face that, you know, maybe you should read between the lines and look a little bit more into this guy and she just doesn't. Maybe it's because everything that's going on with Sam and she's, you know, but she's a trained assassin. You would think that part of getting these contracts to go and kill somebody is you learn about them. You get to know them on a more personal level. You know what I'm saying? Does that does that make sense?
1: Yes, keep in mind though she is a 17-year-old child. There is still I mean, she still is that.
2: What well, I was thinking too because because we have ha- we have read three other books already before this where we've seen her go really deep into her investigation before she acts on things. Like maybe this is why she does that now because she didn't this time and it did not end the way she was expecting it to where she p- killed someone who was essentially trying to do the same thing that she was doing. And so that's in my head I was like, well, maybe that's why she does go deeper, you know, in books that are in the future where she takes more time to learn about who their acquaintances are and mm-hmm. what they do every day. And I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I but I see I point. see both sides.
2: Yeah. So um
0: I th- the only good thing to really come out of this section is we finally get the build up to the relationship between Selena and Sam. Um so s- cute. Still not <laughs> still not buying into it that well though. And I this was and this was a hot point of contention between me and Jess the other day was we we have this great build up in relationship between uh Selena and Kaal in throne of glass and crown of midnight
2: you hate that relationship
0: I do I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it
1: <laughs> he said that too he's like despite me not liking that it's believable
0: and this this just feels so uh, forced. forced forced yeah. yeah
1: yeah which Definitely, we can talk about that a little more in depth at the end. Oh, for sure.
0: I got things to say. Yeah, same. I want to say them now.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I won't. I won't speak as a relationship as a whole because we can talk about that at the end. But yeah, I think that there was like. I didn't want their relationship to go there. I just wanted them to, like, have respect for each other because she has always treated him like dirt up until Skulls Bay. Yeah. Which is the first time she actually saw him as, like, almost an equal. Yeah, like an equal. Like, okay, yeah, we're both assassins. We can both do our job. And when we work together, we're even better at our job. But I didn't want it to go that far. It did. It is what it is. But... Because we read it in this order, (laughs) I wanted the relationship (laughs) to be so much better because there was so much buildup on it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So anyway, that's the relationship was the whole that I said I wasn't going to get to. Um, But I think that this section showed Arabin's true colors. Like, you can't trust the guy. He's just gaslighting her the whole section. Yes. Like, you can't. And she... And I feel like she was so torn. Was I, I was talking about this in the previous section. She's so torn between, I know I need to cut ties with whatever this relationship is. Which, by the way, he's creepy as fuck.
1: And she doesn't even know what the relationship is. Exactly. At one point she says, what, friend, brother, lover, who knows? Father, who knows? Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: And so I think she's so tied between, this is not good like everything he does is just so manipulative and he just uses me for his own gain. But then this is also the man that took her in when she was near death. And it's like the strongest relationship that she's had since she was nine when her whole family died and
1: mm-hmm.
2: all of that. And so cutting that is com- completely terrifying, completely terrifying, which is why I took I think it took her so long and she's fighting with Sam half the time when he's like, look what he's done to you. And she's like, well. And he's like, but you're just willing to forgive him. He buys you one pretty thing and you just forget everything. And she's like, well, let let me make an excuse number 999 about why he's not that bad of a guy.
1: And then by the end of the book, he's just being like an absolute prick just outwardly with the whole uh, Lysandra thing. That like, was
2: that was such a low blow.
1: Low blow and gross and I mean gross and... is a good word for it. <laughs>
0: um I didn't I'm I didn't, interested where this is going. <laughs> yes. I didn't hate this this end section of this part where, you know, Airbin's finally starting to kind of show his true colors towards Selena. I thought I thought it was extremely well written. Um the relationship between him and Lysandra is obviously not.
2: Um, Do they ever say how old she is?
1: Yeah. She just turned 18. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because she couldn't have her bidding until she turned 18.
0: Mm. Um, but I I like the fact that he went in with the low blow and he's like, oh, yeah, all that money you just gave me, I used it on her bidding. So thanks.
1: <laughs> it was definitely like, like that was smart of the author to have that. As the way of doing things. But it doesn't make it less shitty. And less gross.
0: (laughs) He's the ultimate. uh, As Roy would say.
1: Giga (laughs) chat. Oh my god. Can you not? (laughs) Well and then to like. Have you know. Her accompany him. To the, the theater. On like. Selena's favorite. Performance of the year. Like I don't know. It was just. It was just real shitty. I mean, it it was needed. It was needed for... He's a bad Showing his character development. You know, even... Not a great guy. There's definitely character development negatively. But... Just
0: all in all. It did what
1: it needed to do, but it doesn't mean I liked it.
0: (laughs) I did just... I just did not like this section. This was the hardest section of this book for me to read.
1: And it was pretty long. It was boring <laughs> the beginning was super boring and honestly i got a bit confused in the whole leeford Donovan like like what's like there's what, some names guys yeah, like what was going on i got a bit confused in there i mean i got it figured out you know after a while but i got a little confused and and turned around
0: what was his main guard's section. name was it patrick <laughs> Something like yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, I think no, it was Philip. It was Philip. Yeah, it was Philip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basic. <laughs> uh, what'd you guys think of the that masquerade party?
0: Oh, she was totally dancing with Dorian, wasn't she?
1: That's what I thought. Okay, so everybody realized that, but me. <laughs> I was well, I was like making my notes and doing a little bit of research and and getting this all set up. And I'm seeing like bits of people realizing this. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't realize this at all. How did I miss this? So I couldn't wait to bring this up to see if you guys noticed it. Cause I was like, well, man, I was clueless.
2: Yes. But she made a comment that anybody who was anybody who was there, unless you were in the, like, they worked for the palace or they were part of the royal court. But then she's like, but then I think I did see some people that were.
1: That mm-hmm. were from
2: the court that were mingling around or whatever, and then as soon as like he he starts talking to her, and I was like, this sounds so familiar, like the speech is so similar, but then i was like, but wouldn't more people realize if it was Prince Dorian? So I wasn't sure. It's a masquerade, though. I mean, he's yeah, got, yeah he's you're got a right. Mask. You're
1: right. Oh my! I mind wish went. I would have <laughs> realized this at the time. Yeah. I think it would have made it like ten times better. Yeah. But no, I didn't realize it until I'm doing my notes for this well, episode, and, then, like, and the- I'm like, wait.
2: Yeah. What did I miss? Oh, and then the wink at the end—I was like, okay, I think that that's him, but I'm not positive. <laughs> but yeah, that's what's what I thought.
0: Well, they even say something like, uh, "There's a guard standing in the background." Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that was like, which was' have been Totally, totally Dorian. And I'm all for it.
1: <laughs> God, I'm so mad I missed that. <laughs> I'm so mad that would have made things so better. Funny. <laughs> I'm glad you guys got that, yeah. that little tidbit there. Uh, one
0: more section. You ready?
2: I guess.
1: <laughs> All right, into the fifth and final novella of The Assassin's Blade. This one is The Assassin and the Empire selena sneaks into the royal theater to watch the symphony she watches from the rafters and sees arabin has brought lysandra with him this year she leaves early but discovers sam's not home and is mad because she assumes that he's fighting at the vaults to win some money for them she goes ends up finding him there and they argue he says that they need the money but selena doesn't want him to earn it that way and Sam tries to convince her to move away. They go to Arabin's house to tell him that they're leaving. She offers to pay their way out of the guild. and Arabin counter offers asking for an insane amount of money to which she agrees to. They need a big contract to have enough money to leave, and Sam finds one, which is a nearly impossible kill. A local crime lord named Jane and his right hand man, Farron selena reluctantly agrees to help even though she does not think that this is a good idea they decide to take Farron out first and sam wants to make this kill they argue but eventually selena gives in one night selena finds arabin in her living room when she gets home he tells her he knows who they're trying to take out and says that it's a dumb move he tells her he loves her and asks her to stay in rifthold with him to which she refuses as they plot this kill, Sam books passage on the, uh, to the southern continent for them. He decides to do this after seeing Arabin, who told him to ask Selena about her life before Rifthold. Selena is restless and watching the clock while waiting for Sam to get home from the Farron kill. She heads out to look for him uh, multiple times but doesn't find him. She barely sleeps and she searches again the next morning and finds Arabin in her apartment and he tells her that sam is dead she is struck with grief and wants to see sam's body to which arabin refuses but she leaves to do that anyway arabin leads her to sam when they arrive at the keep she doesn't believe it until she sees him and then it uh, is overwhelming for her and she won't leave selena wakes up in her own bed and she hears arabin discussing retaliation in the hall outside her room she wants to go, but finds the Arabin has locked her in her room, and she ends up escaping through the window. Selena breaks into Jane's house. She easily takes him down and his guards and makes her way to Farron. Um, at that point, a strange smoke enters the room. It paralyzes her and she passes out. She knows someone at the keep betrayed her. Farron is going to turn Selena over to the king in exchange for his approval as the new crime lord. Selena is brought before the king and other officials for a private trial. She doesn't speak until he is ready to announce the sentence and she asks him to make it quick. Uh, instead, he decides to give her nine life sentences at the salt mine of Vendovier instead of death. Erebin and his secret ally, Farron, are watching as Selena re- uh, Selena's wagon rolls away. They conspired together to kill Sam and Jane. Farron asks why Arabin did this to Selena, and he says because he doesn't like to share his belongings. Selena is worried because she knows Endovir is a death camp. On the journey there, she spots a rare white stag, a symbol from her long-lost kingdom of Terrasen. This restores a little hope, and she is ready to face and conquer Endovir. And that is where we leave it.
0: Amanda's got that look in her eye. She's ready to say something.
2: I thought it was so anticlimactic. I don't know. I was just like, dudes, come on. I want more. Give me more. It was just like, build up, build up, build up. Oh, sorry, Selena. He died. They thought that he was still living at our place. I'm so sorry. Sorry.
1: A third of this entire section was just her waiting for him to come home.
2: Or them arguing about why they're not doing it together.
1: That, that was it. Like, that was, like, at least a third of this entire section was and just it, that.
2: Again, I will say it again. There was so much buildup as to why she doesn't let people get close to her and all this because Sam died and why she doesn't trust people. And he was, like, the one person that she let in and actually saw a future with. And then I felt like this relationship was so stale? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was
1: like What'd you think, Sky?
0: Out of this whole book, we knew this section was coming. This mm-hmm. was the part that I was looking forward to because you know this is this is the big tie-in everywhere else in the series, right? You know, Sam's Sam's death. She brings it up every freaking chance she gets. Boring.
1: <laughs> it I mean. was. We didn't get. We didn't get to experience his death <laughs> when
0: when she brings it up in I believe it was a Crown of Midnight when she's telling Kay all about Sam.
2: Oh yeah, and like she's the like, full story. Yeah. Right.
0: She's like, you know, he was flayed open. My imagination shot to she sees Farron doing
1: it. Right. Yeah.
0: Not just the aftermath. Yes. And I think that would have left such a bigger impact on this whole section. If she would have been like, you know what? Sam's been gone for way too long. I know Farron's probably at the um, The uh, vault. vault." Mm -hmm. She breaks into the vault, breaks into that room, and... Sam dies in her arms. Way better story than what oh, we got. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Or even even if she was out and and went there and found him, and he was already dead, but there it would have still been more climactic than oh, his body's been in the keep for a few hours on a slab in the back. Like he still kind of smells like Sam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I, I,
0: yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm just, the only good thing to come out of this section was her jumping in through that window and freaking annihilating, um, Jane. Jane. and she totally could have taken Farron out if she were a little bit quicker.
1: And this is definitely, it it definitely shows, again, the lack of, I want to say, like, Lack of assassin instincts or whatever, because you know you would have think that she, would have thought that she would have, you know, paid attention to that window a little a little more. Maybe realized something a little bit better.
0: I will say at this point in these books, if they mention her getting poisoned by Gloriella one more time, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Gosh. This is what the yes. fourth time. <laughs>
2: Well, technically it's the first time. Well,
1: this one. This one's
2: yeah. the first time, yes. <laughs> you think it should be slime in the books. But it happens in books.
0: thrown in glass. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It happens. Did it happen in Crown of midnight?
1: I don't remember. But it's happened multiple times. She's I said this is at least like... 3 or 4. You you would think. I mean, even if you're not a poisons expert, you would think if it happens once, you would know, not to let it happen again.
0: Stop drinking the water.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Kool-Aid, whatever you want to call it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i don't
1: it it's just...
0: uh crown of midnight don't they lace the water with like small amounts of gloriella so she's like in a sedative state oh when she's in the, when she's in the
1: dungeon oh yep, yeah yeah right. yep 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 Yep. yeah but that time she was just like down oh, it. It. i don't want to deal with anything. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. still
0: Yeah, I had such high hopes for this section, and I was so
1: let down. (laughs) Well, and throughout the series so far, it's been assumed, and, you know, Selena assumes, and it's all been hypothesized that we're pretty sure Sam's death was um, had been made happen by Arabin but it never was said outright so like you know at at this point in the original series like the, the regular series she still doesn't know 100% though she has suspicions I really wish that they wouldn't have said that in the Assassin's Blade to where we know for sure that he's behind it. I wish that it would have still just left it. To where we're in the same page with her, where we assume so, but we don't know for sure. I would have liked to find out at the same time she finds out. Well, I'm just thinking, like anyone that reads it
2: chronologically, you know, at the end of the first book, yeah, and then you're just going forward, and then she's like, "Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure someone betrayed betrayed me, but yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know definitely." But now, well, granted, like, we've gone through books without fully knowing and just being suspicious. Just, yeah. But, but now we know.
0: And she doesn't. And I don't like that. <laughs> can Can you guys remind me? Um, Do we know that Wesley's alive? Or is he dead? Because I know when she finds out that Farron's dead, doesn't she find out that one of the other assassins is dead, too? Do you remember? Or did I... Am I... Making that up in my head.
2: I feel like you're right. When?
0: Uh, that would have been thrown a glass, I
2: think.
1: I think it's the beginning. No. We're out of order, so I don't remember.
0: She finds out in one of the books that Farron.
1: Someone killed him. Someone killed Farron. Okay.
0: And I think Did we you... assume it was Wesley, right?
1: I think so. Okay. Yeah, and Wesley's the one that tried to give her a warning. Yeah, when she when Arabin locked her in her room, and she left through the window, she ran into Wesley, and he tried to warn her, and she like knocked knocked him out. This and,
0: is why we don't act on rage. And Wesley's Arabin's guard; it's his yeah right right hand man or
1: whatever. It's his his
0: closest personal personnel.
1: It's like his. <laughs> Kay Aldadorian. Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, I always knew it was Arabin. Well, yeah, like you know, you know, you know, and you It's like a gut feeling
1: though, but you don't know exactly. Yeah, and that's what I wanted it to remain as, and now I'm like,
2: yeah, and, well, now I know. Well, yeah, and like I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be this big, like coming out of hey you know this is what what I did this is why I did this and then she just like kills the guy or whatever they have this big brawl whatever the case but I wanted it to be like this big like kind of similar to the whole Sam dying thing like all this buildup of like we don't know what happened or we don't know who it is I wanted it to build and build and build and then towards the end of the series whether it's like the last book second last book I don't care but it comes out and it's this big thing I wanted that jaw-dropping moment Mm -hmm. of like oh shit
1: we know for sure. oh shit
2: yeah yeah like we always thought it but now it's like for sure he's admitting to it all i wanted that and now it's like this side conversation on a rooftop where he's like oh yeah i just don't like sharing my belongings It's like fuck off bro okay come on
0: i mean even up until the end of this section it could have been a number of people it could have been the king it could have been uh lysandra i i wanted to theorize That up until the end of this, when Arabin's standing on the roof, that maybe Sam was still alive. You know, we've seen up to this point that it's not hard to... Fake a death. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe Sam was just playing her the whole time. Because he freaking hates her. But, I mean, at this point... We're pretty much guaranteed that Sam is actually dead and that Arabin is...
2: It's just hard for me because I had this point, being four books deep, anything good that she has, I just expect her to lose it at some point, <laughs> yeah. like straight up, like whether it's a relationship, whether they die or not, I just expect her not to have anything good.
1: Like you don't have any luck. Sorry.
2: Yeah. So you it's uh, ones
1: everywhere in life. <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to like
2: attach to characters right now because I like, you're either like not gonna end up being friends or lovers, or you're gonna fucking die. I don't know which one yet, but it's not gonna end well for you. Maybe you should just turn around, and go back down the hall. Don't talk to her.
0: Do you hear that, Amanda's? Uh, Amanda thinks Rowan's gonna die.
2: I said I that. Hate you. There's a face. <laughs> I said that the last podcast. No. I think. No, I think I was talking about KL, which I really I will, think that that's gonna happen.
1: I will cry. I'm just saying, dude. I just. Shut up.
0: <laughs> she was talking to me, Amanda, not you.
1: Yeah, not you. No, no, you're good. Tell me to shut up. No. Know? I can't.
2: I, I just don't know. Like, It's hard for me to be an optimist in this story right now. I think she's going to... I think that she's going to eventually, you know, overthrow the king, take her place, save her people, sure. But I think it's going to come at a massive cost to her personally. Yeah. So and i just i don't know everyone i like right now is dead so <laughs> so
0: they <laughs> killed my favorite character halfway through the second book so
2: but even but even that build up we never even saw that death coming but all that build up of yes. her like rushing to go save him to save <sighs> kael and being like oh do you know where she's at because uh we heard that someone might be trying to kill her. And then the rush back and all the anticipation just to find her dead. That was such a big moment. That was you well done. You had your done. own shit moment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That one was well done. And Sam's then,
0: was not. And then the lead up into that with Archer.
1: Right. Yeah. You yeah.
0: know, that, that whole book, yeah, that whole section of that one book put this completely to bed. Yeah. I mean, it's this it, they don't compare.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I wanted that big moment, especially because it affected her so much that, like, you said she's bringing it up, like, every five seconds.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's just, we don't get that. And I am so let down by this book in general, Mm -hmm. because the other, aside from Turn of Glass, the other books were fantastic
2: phenomenal like mm-hmm. i couldn't put them down and exactly. this one i was just like it's like what you said at the beginning reading it because we had to read it <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it took me two weeks to read this book yeah when i've i've read air of fire in what like three days. days
2: yeah which is like almost like what almost double the size of this book because this side, like that. yeah it's a pretty close book sure. yeah. yeah i think it might even be shorter than throwing a glass honestly but maybe I don't know. I don't know. I did not like their relationship. I did not like the book. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's so sad
0: because I wanted to like Sam so bad. I know. Because we get this huge lead up in every book up to this point. And then their relationship is not not great.
2: Well, And honestly, I think that if we would have started from when she was nine and saw that relationship build even with time skips, I think I would have liked him a lot more and I would have liked their relationship a lot more, but it was like you said, it was so rushed. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, Hey, we're in love. Which she never says those words, by the way. Did you notice that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's just like,
0: Jess is, Jess is waiting to get her words in.
1: Oh no. I just, I'm just really disappointed with this as a prequel. Like, so far, I'm loving the series so much, but then, and, and to to get to like such a point where we're we're like on a precipice of of things going on, to then backtrack to this prequel that ends up being a letdown in my eyes, it it just it sucks.
2: Yeah, honestly, and kind of pissed that we stopped the story for this.
1: I'm I'm glad that we did. Like, I I'm you know i i don't like to not read all parts of a series <laughs> like i i'm the person that watches all the filler like i want to get everything i want to get all the all the canon everything but but yeah it was it was kind of frustrating
2: that's great i could have skipped this and it would have been totally fine <laughs> i'm going
0: to tell you exactly what i told Jess the other day i'm glad we read this book here because if we read it before Throne a Glass, you wouldn't have continued. I wouldn't have continued this <laughs> yeah, series.
1: That's fair. Yes, absolutely. I was gonna,
2: that's what I was going to ask. Like, if we read this first, would we have continued to read? So that's good to know because no. I don't think I would have either. Nope.
1: I uh, if anybody ever asks for a recommendation on what order to read this series in, it, it would definitely be this order. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say don't read it because I'm not. I just wouldn't do that, but. Yeah, read it after era of Fire. Read it after you're already sucked into the series so that you don't want to quit having read this one first.
0: You don't have to read this book, though.
1: No, you, you, know, don't. you that's, don't have that's to. That's the thing.
0: is, I mean, it just doesn't really fit in anyway. But Even kind of- before Throne of Glass. I mean, yeah, it's a nice lead up into Throne of Glass and you get to know the main character. But it's not necessary
1: keep in mind we're only halfway through we don't know what else is going to tie in that it might be pertinent to know this information
0: well and i mean that's what that's because like what i said with the assassin and the healer though right i mean that's this, what
1: i was going to say like you're irene that you love so
2: much this yeah
0: this could give you really good tie-ins to her building an army in the later books to go take down aderlin she gets the healers. she gets the silent assassins um uh, she blackmails Rolf. <laughs> she bl- yeah, blackmails Walt Rolf. Her friend from the Silent Assassins comes back and apologizes and joins her.
1: The slaves she let go.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a lot of really pertinent information in there, but it's just not necessary.
1: That you know of yet. Right. Because, you know, in doing the research on when to read this book and what order to read these books in and and deciding to go with this one, the big thing I heard was to read it before Queen of Shadows. If you're going to read it, read it before Queen of Shadows. So I'm real curious what that then means for this next book we're going to go into.
0: We know in Queen of Shadows she's going after Arabin though. Because they stay, They say it at the end of Era of Fire.
1: Oh, yeah, totally.
0: And, by the way, hot take, I don't hate Arabin as much as I think I probably should.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Why? He he does
0: he's yeah he's a bad he guy
1: does his role in the way that he should as the character that he is but i
0: just i he's not written to the point where i'm just absolutely disgusted by him the slave trade yeah it's gross that's a whole nother conversation he's part of this empire that allows it that's how it's gonna be um in the time period, the way he treats Selena and, and everything, it just it doesn't make me hate him because I feel like there are worse people in this series.
1: I'm kinda of with you there, honestly.
2: Can I say something I thought was funny though? Because you know, we talk about like the time period and like, yeah, there's okay in this time, or whatever. And then she's like, I gotta go to the bank.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I gotta like, transfer is- I gotta transfer some money to his account.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is the time period? Here's yeah. here's my it's- debit card. <laughs>
2: I thought that was so funny. Really? I was like, "Oh, they have banks. That's so cute." <laughs> <laughs> it that did kind of make me. think your interest rates high? I don't know. <laughs> like,
1: go what? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I
2: think for the for the character that he's playing, yeah, he's not.
1: He's definitely not the worst yeah. person we have run across, or I'm sure we'll run across.
2: I know I dislike the the king more than. Oh, I yeah. dislike the King of Assassins.
0: I dislike the clan leaders of the Iron Teeth more than I dislike the King, of, the King of Assassins. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. just, I don't, I, I understand why he's written the way he's written. But if she wants us to hate him, she needs to write him so much worse in this book, right?
1: I mean, that might not be the goal, is to hate him. <laughs> those heartstrings though i i feel like there's
2: going to be in the queen of shadows because you know they're talking about how she's going to go after arabin now i think that there's going to be sections where things switch to his perspective from time to time she's been known to do that Mm. um because i think it's going to be one of those things to where yeah feel for the bad guy so then you're like you don't know you don't know how to feel you're kind of more understanding as to why he is the way he is. We haven't had that with a king though yet, so maybe that won't happen. I don't know. I don't think that's gonna happen. Those are my favorite kind of stories. Ugh. Not mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, no, make me feel things for the person that I'm not supposed to like. Mm. I don't know. Make it's me very feel Game, come- of
0: Game of Thrones ask, where you like, you start the series and you hate Jamie Lannister, but by-, by the the end of
1: the second season you're
0: like he's my favorite
1: character well let's not go that far but he's only at season five let's just uh leave that at that right now i'd kiss that pretty face <laughs> Well, that has nothing to do with his character
2: <laughs> uh, i don't know i'm watching i just finished uh the first season of house of the dragons and the character that you're supposed to hate i really hate I, so we
1: haven't started it yet oh
2: i know you haven't even dabbled but i'm just saying yeah. like that's what their fr- season one no. I hate the bad guy. Mm. Not a fan. There's no confliction with that one. So I don't know. But yeah, this these I've said this before, the series gives me very much Game
1: of Thrones vibes. I don't know.
0: Well, to be fair, Jess even called Game of Thrones earlier. Sure.
1: <laughs> um I don't I don't know that I would even I don't I don't wanna say that I would call Arabin a bad guy, quote unquote you know it, it, he seem it's it's very like morally gray, like morally gray person, you know what I mean like like in this book, I can hate Farron, but I don't hate Arabin, you know what I mean you don't know much about Farron though, true, but I mean just even by the actions, just just within this book.
2: And Farron's a complete sadist, so... It's kind of hard to like him. (laughs) Um...
0: Yeah. I just... I'm not... Not happy.
2: The the book was what
0: it was. I'm super ready to get back into the main... The main... Oh, yeah. ...course of the series and... See where it takes us, because... This was a tough one.
1: Well, heck yeah. Now we're getting back into the... The real part of it. And
0: so when we are we going to see more of Arben? When are we taking bets that Rowan's going to die?
1: Oh, shut up!
0: <laughs> All right. So this is the this is the fun part. Let's uh, let's rate it on a scale of one to five. Jessica.
1: Two. Amanda. I'd say
2: two. Go lower. Come I am. On. I'm
0: going I'm going 1.75. I...
2: What did you
1: rate it on Goodreads, Skyler? Did I, I think I gave it a 2. Oh, did you? Okay. Um... I thought you gave it a 3. I... Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gave Throne a
2: glass a 3. No.
0: Yes, I gave it a 2. Did you? Okay. And it was really hard not to give it a 1 on Goodreads. Yeah. But it averages... A four point three on Goodreads.
1: I know. Bullshit. Yeah. No way. Yeah.
2: Huh. That's interesting. It is
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, it is.
2: I don't. What's wrong with us? Mm.
0: <laughs> this is this is gonna be the episode everybody everybody hates us <laughs> for, isn't it? Assassin's Blade was so good. I just did, I didn't no, I didn't enjoy like it. I'm not a fan. The. There were two sections that stood out and they, I mean, they weren't that.
2: Same and even still, stuff. it was like the last two or three chapters of that exactly. section.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well.
0: I need to remember to start writing these down. We're not going to like everything.
1: Episodes. You know, that's true. We're not going to like everything and that's fine. That just means we get to be excited to jump back into the series. Oh, I'm it's going done. upstairs done say and laying we're down. over it. Yes,
2: it's all done. We can move forward. I'm going upstairs, laying
0: down, starting Queen of Shadows tonight.
2: Starting Queen
0: of Shadows. Super, super excited to get back into right. what I get, hope to God is a good book.
2: <laughs> was, well, especially because Air of Fire left on such a cliffhanger. Uh, like, it I literally was killing me just to go back. into I understand we had to do it. I get, it, I get it. I get it. We had to, <laughs> but it was such a struggle because I was like, I just, I just want to know what happens. Yes, I just want to move on. Like, tell me. But no. Yeah. Well,
0: and and like I said, it makes sense after Air of Fire to jump back in and read Assassin's Blade because we know in Queen of Shadows she's going after
1: airmen Yeah, she's yeah. going
0: after you. More her, of that background, yeah. Her uh,
1: necklace.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We get the background, but.
2: Maybe that's why it, they told us that he was the one that betrayed her. Because that is kind of like the whole preface of the next book. Guess we'll see.
0: So, yeah. Uh, solid two from them. 1.75 for me. and
2: We're done with it. Uh,
1: yeah. We're done. We'll put that behind us and <laughs> get on with it.
0: I don't even know that, that one's going to stay on the shelf. It <laughs> oh, might just stop. end up in the trash can. <laughs> Whoa,
1: no. Sarah! He doesn't it mean it
2: too I don't.
0: far. Sarah, Sarah Ma,
2: Sarah, if you're listening,
0: <laughs> if you ever hear this,
2: it's not that we didn't like your writing; we just didn't like the story. <laughs> the rest of the series is super good. <laughs>
0: Save throwing a glass was a Oh heat,
1: my but... goodness!
2: You can listen to the episodes and tell us if you agree. Yeah, <laughs> come on, do an interview. We'd,
0: we'd love to talk to you about just the assassins <laughs> blade itself. Get your thoughts on that.
1: If you're not SJM, you can stop listening now.
0: (laughs) All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to A Court of Books and Booze. We were not drinking tonight. Um,
2: Amanda Amanda might be
0: a little hungover.
2: Maybe we would have liked it more if we were drinking.
0: (laughs) There you go. I do have a Coors in front of me. I just didn't, didn't even crack it, so...
1: We're kind of
2: lame tonight. It's slow all right. Slow
1: drinks for a slow book. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: we drink more when we get really hyped about the book.
0: <laughs> it's because Nick isn't here to to pressure us into drinking every fifteen seconds or whatever he wants us to do.
2: He was really hungover today too. So sorry.
0: All, right. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Like I said, uh, this is. A Court of Books and Booze. We are a weekly book club. And if you would like to check out any other of the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of Podcasts, you can look up Murd Nerds, Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, Indiana Chiefs fans, and the United States of Paranormal. Um, they're all on every form of social media. And all that fun stuff. So, go check them out. They deserve it. All very good shows.
1: Everywhere you find your podcasts.
0: Anything else you guys want to add before we hit that stop button?
1: Nope. Okay. (laughs) Read with you later. Later.